Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is made possible by our supporters over on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and get your own RSS feed with ad-free shows and extra episodes every month, then head over to patreon.com slash Retro. It is time for a July 4th special episode of the show. My name is Jason Robbins. My name is Derek Diamond. And we have a super special guest here on the show today. He is the world record holder for speedrunning Ninja Gaiden, Mr. Ian Scott, the retro runner himself. How are you doing, good sir? I'm doing good. I'm excited to hang out with you guys. Yeah, man. Um, so first thing I'm going to ask, just get it out of the way. You broke the record, the world record for Ninja Gaiden at 11 minutes and 34 seconds, which is amazeballs. Like, I, nobody <laughs> thought it could be done. Nobody thought 11.30, beating 11.35 could be done, but you did it, and now you do it regularly. What was it like to hit that 11.34? Uh, well, I'll just, uh, I'll just say that um, of the 11.34, and like a lot of people don't know this, uh, that's like the fifth time that we've improved our, our own world record since we first broke the uh, Ninja Gaiden world record for the first time with an 11.37. And that was already, uh, nobody thought that you yeah. could do that. Like that's <laughs> the unbreakable world record or whatever. Um, and all of those improvements felt equally amazing, more or less. But really that first time that we broke it felt, oh, I felt real good. What is um, that feeling like? I mean, just is it just un? I mean, what what are you thinking at that moment? I don't know. It borders on ineffable, totally. But <laughs> um, particularly that first one, because so many people uh, told me that 
you know, a lot of people didn't directly tell me this, but they thought it and in in softer ways and sort of subtextual uh, yeah. ways were kind of trying to convey it to me that it could not be done or that they were not really uh, looking for this to to be an eventuality at all. And, um, you know, it wasn't even a question of whether or not I thought I could do it. I, I, I knew that I had a, had a vision in my head, I had a very specific plan and I knew that it was going to happen sooner or later if we follow through with that vision. And it felt amazing. I, uh, I hearken back to this a lot, but I know this is like, it's kind of silly, like video game stuff. Like it doesn't matter like that much. I'm not like curing cancer or anything, but, um, it, it seems to me that a lot of people are in the scenario where they want to do something. They have a goal and maybe some people are like, yeah, this is really stupid and meaningless. This is very frivolous. Like, why yeah, would you care about doing this? Or on the other still, side, even still, this is totally impossible. Yeah, even right? still, something like that, uh, it, something like that would give people, you know, somebody is like lonely or like if you have like you, even if you have like a you know, some kind of horrible disease or something like speed running and get it, getting a world record. It may seem frivolous, but it would be something that like would give people hope. Even, even people that just follow you to follow you on that journey to, to actually breaking a world record. I mean, it, it does mean something. Sure. Yeah. And that's why that first one was so important to me. And that's like, I, I had actually this, it's kind of crazy. I had um this, uh, asset this video that i made just lurking in my like obs that's a program we used to screen uh, stream with it, it was it's just a source lurking in my sources like mm -hmm. dormant and i knew that when that whenever it was i was going to hit the world record i play this video and that's like basically the message of this thing uh this video that i made um like if if something's important enough to you uh don't listen to anybody especially particularly if if you have the specific vision uh, that you know that you can follow through on. It, it doesn't matter to any anyone else. It's it's important enough to pursue. Yeah. Um, and that felt amazing to hit that goal and you know hit play on that video because like a, a lot of times um, uh, we call this the pop off. You know, like when you hit a personal best or world record, you're like not even accountable for what you're gonna say. Really, <laughs> you just like explode with adrenaline and like. Yeah say a bunch of crazy shit but uh i i want i knew this is an important moment not only for me but for my community and for people who like follow speedrunning stuff so i wanted to have like a very succinct you know message to convey and uh yeah there was really nothing like that moment and it was it was awesome not only for me for my channel for my community but like a lot of people you know a lot of people who were just kind of on twitch and follow um speed running or even just like retro streamers it was like pretty amazing yeah yeah, and I think, you know, to go off of that, even if you're not a speedrunner, if you just watch on YouTube or Twitch, wherever the case may be, I, I compare it to movies in the sense that it can also be used as an escape. If you're having, you know, a bad time, if you're going through a bad phase, watching someone like you accomplish something like that can be inspiring. And even to watch for entertainment can be, you know, an escape to make you forget about your problems for 30 minutes, an hour, however long you stream. Yeah, sure, sure. And like, um, to be fair, most of the time I'm not like, you know, making world records, right? Like these are like very like rare events. <laughs> uh, most of um, my stream is, yeah, I'm doing attempts to speed run a game and like better a time. But most of it is just like, 
me and my community talking about really dumb stuff or like uh, pop culture, a lot of pop culture. I like talking about like 80s and 90s movies and music. And, um, you know, like like any group, group of friends, you develop like inside jokes. And uh, th- that was something I didn't really uh, expect to be a part of streaming, especially when I first started. Um, that's like really important to me. A lot of these people um you know i've spent like every day with for years and maybe i I, you know i haven't met most of them but uh i know them and i would consider them to be my friends and it it became this sort of platform to foster a welcoming and cool place to hang out and like be myself you know um and uh yeah that's like really special that is more material to me i think than like pushing buttons and making pixels move <laughs> well, i think the most fun thing about especially your community and i'm a lurker when i go on twitter <laughs> I don't, most people i don't engage people. a lot <laughs> uh, i just like to, to watch while i'm you know while i'm doing other things huh. and stuff like that but uh, i watch you and arcus pretty religiously and um you know if no one knows who arcus is he's the previous world record holder for ninja gaiden and he, his record stood at 1137 for what like three years i think I'm going to correct you. It was 11.38. It was almost 11.38 flat, and that was his own improvement, which he had for three years. But he has had – before we took it at 11.37, he had the Ninja Gaiden world record for five years. I think he made 12 improvements to his own world record, and uh, even more massive than that – no one was even close. Yeah. Uh, you got to understand that he had an 11:38, and second place was like 11:44 for a very long time. That's what I was going to anyway, say. Continue. Is you two, you two guys, like you know the rival, the kind of the, the playful rivalry. You know, there's there's no I, I, at least I don't get any animosity. You know, between you guys or anything. You're very, you know, even your communities are very supportive of one another, and that's why I like the Ninja Gaiden speedrun community. Because you two guys are, are arguably the best two Ninja Gaiden players on the planet, and it seems like you constantly kind of push each other to to do better. Uh, yeah, I mean not directly, but yeah, um, Arcus is amazing, um, and he's been really just like friendly and just helpful to me and my channel. And like in ways aside from Ninja Gaiden, he's shared his community with uh, my channel, like many many times over and i i owe like a lot of especially my initial growth um to him like sort of recognizing what i was doing and encouraging me to to continue um but yeah it's uh i don't think that there's any like i I rarely encounter like true beefs on twitch especially in (laughs) speed running because it's honestly it's such a niche hobby that really like when we find anybody who's even remotely interested in what we're doing like oh you like you like ninja gaiden you like speed running like let's let's talk about it like um so that that was kind of like how it always was uh with arcus and i I, and i came into the scene being an enormous arcus fan that's how i started really just like watching all of his youtube catalog um and slowly uh, entering his twitch channel kind of being like too shy to say yeah. anything really <laughs> lurking you know in his yeah. channel mimicking little things that that he would do um but yeah we just kept on improving our time and uh it's crazy to say that that we're at where we're at uh we both absolutely have our strengths which are 
pretty um, unique and remarkable, uh, but very, very different. And that that's also reflected in our channels. Arcus has an amazing, like, awesome, very relaxed, very friendly he's channel. Like the, he's the and Bob it's kind of, Ross of speedrunning. He's is, just... <laughs> say that all the time because it's true. It's true. Um, and th there's like uh, so, what I love about that, at least probably a lot of people, other other people who watch him uh, also appreciate is like you could be having the worst day in the world, right? Like your whole life could fall apart. But, you know, 100 percent that if you tune into Arcus's stream, he's just going to be like cool as a cucumber, you know, mm -hmm. um, whereas uh <laughs> My channel is kind of like a lot of extremes, you know, like <laughs> when things are going like really well, like I think that people who are on board also feel very passionate and excited. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to at this point call him uh, a friend, I think. Uh, and it's been really cool getting to know him and, um, you know, compete with him. Although I don't really see it that way. I don't know if he does. Um, I'm more sort of competing with myself and he's competing. You know, we both have our goals. We're playing the same games and our goals are similar, but they're, they're different. You know, we're, we're playing against different splits on a timer. Mm -hmm. um, we're both looking to hit different, you know, things to meet our specific goal in the game. Um, and I think it, it's important to like recognize that a lot of people don't, uh, Anyway, it's it's not like a WWE yeah. like wrestling. Like I'm not the heel, he's not the face. It's, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> but it still feels good to like follow you both and just sort of see, you know, you're like, oh, is is Arcus gonna beat it today, or is always, you know, if Arcus does beat it, is always Retro Runner gonna take it back? Like it's that real fun. Like it's not WWE, but it's still it's it's fun to kind of follow that. It's certainly More friendly competition. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly excitement for the game. Like, if you follow Ninja Gaiden speedrunning, I don't know that this something like this has happened really before uh, in in Ninja Gaiden speedrunning history. Like, there have been other world record holders before Arcus, but like, kind of like when he took it, like he just like, you know, he like <laughs> flew past everybody. And there, I don't think there. It's definitely it's never uh, absolutely numerically right. It's it's never been faster, mm -hmm. and it's never been like. I don't know th this intense, I guess. Um, but like, yeah, I'll, I'll um, Arcus and I kind of like our stream schedules kind of overlap a lot, mm -hmm. so I don't get to watch him that much. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be watching him and like, wow, you are an incredible pace right now. Like, you're gonna do it, right? Like, even I get excited. Um, uh, it's it's awesome. I, I mean, whether or not he you know surpasses my world record and I take it back or I don't. Uh, it's just a good thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's actually really refreshing to hear because you hear so much negativity on Twitter, Facebook about you know, different fandoms. I won't mention names and whatnot, <laughs> but it's good to hear that it's more friendly and it's almost like a friendly competition type thing because there's just so much negativity that's around, you know, different cultures and different fandoms of franchises, whether it's movies or games. So that's actually really nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then like, so another thing, the way that we uh, push each other is that, like, I don't know that if Arcus didn't come back to the grind, like, I might have stopped by now, you know? I might have I might have not pushed it to 11.34. I might have been okay with a 36 or a 35. But um, since, like, I watch him play and he's been on my tail, I'm like, oh, man, he's getting some crazy paces. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever been on that pace. And I'm like, I'll get a pace that's uh, just as fast or faster. And then, like, he'll do something crazy that I've never done before. Um, 
it's it totally benefits the the optimization of the game which is like i like to phrase it that way it's us versus the game not one runner versus another runner i like that because i feel like ninja gaiden is one of those games where you you watch speed runs of other games like Mega Man, uh, Super Mario Brothers. There are glitches that people exploit. There really aren't many glitches in uh, Ninja Gaiden to to exploit. It's more about you know using the spin slash on the on the bosses, which is you can say it's it's a it's an oversight, not a glitch. Maybe by the program. There are a couple of maybe you could call exploits like sword canceling I, i'm almost yeah. sure that the developers didn't intend for people to do that honestly if, without um, slash canceling i don't know how anybody ever beat this game without slash canceling. without it uh, it's monumentally more difficult <laughs> without <laughs> um like i i have a tutorial on the final bosses and like the first thing that well it's one of the first things that i talk about uh is like uh, like sword canceling might seem like weird at first, but it's even if you're doing like very slow sort, like two sword cancels per jump or something, it's way easier than trying to one slash him because yeah. you, you're just in there for longer. You know, you're battling him, uh, those bosses for for way longer. But um, I think it was I don't know if it's a Nintendo t- Nintendo Power or Game Pro. It's one of those older magazines. Um, does make mention of. Uh, like pressing down and B to like save ammunition when you have uh, a spin slash. So it was like kind of a known thing. This is not like, you know, anything new by any means, but I think it was maybe an oversight and then spin slash. I don't know. I, we, nobody knows if that's like, if they intended it for, for that sub weapon to be that overpowered or I not. I think the game but, is so hard. They never intended you. They never thought anybody would actually reach a boss with it. I think, I think they might have, and the, there's a couple of pieces, little trails of evidence that I have. There's uh, quite a few points in the game where they have like a a pickup, you know, a power up pickup, um, that particularly before difficult screens, uh, that is a like the we call it the baby shuriken, which is like the weakest yeah. sub weapon. Basically, it has some it has one use in the <laughs> the run, but um, uh, and I think that they knew that uh, like having spin slash uh in certain screens would make it a lot easier so they do have these little like beginner trap uh pickups and i I think they had an idea at least maybe they didn't um i don't know if they tested it against a boss maybe they did maybe they didn't but i think that they knew that it was they might have that's why they don't let you keep it after the first phase of the final boss fight i and that's the other piece of evidence that i have they strip all of your sub weapons after um the first uh we call it the clown nose but after the first <laughs> boss you get no matter what some of them you have it gets stripped uh but I, I don't know like actually someone in my community attempted to reach out to the development team the tecmo back in 88 or 89 um you could only reach uh, i think the uh a production manager so no programmers but uh we talked about it on this show before with me and derek talking about we should try to find somebody that developed for Ninja Gaiden to come on the show, so I can, I can specifically ask them why they hated children in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just like um, so many, uh, particularly in that era, a little bit in the sixteen-bit era, but absolutely in the eight-bit era, um, you want if you were going to make a game, you wanted it to last. You wanted um, it had a, it had. Yeah. A, uh, 
excuse me, it had to have a lot of longevity. There were no DLCs, you know, there were no add-ons. So um, you make a, a game that's worth 50 or 60 bucks and you make it really easy to beat, you can rent the game yeah. and beat it and never buy it. So like a lot of games, like particularly I think Disney has been really transparent about this, that they specifically made, had uh, developers make their games difficult to uh, circumvent this sort of rental culture. That's why like a, a ton of Disney games are like super difficult. I mean, I, I guess except Little Mermaid, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why that's NES difficulty. That's that's why that's why it's just money just a capital uh gain really as someone who's been reviewing quite a few disney games the last few months on the show i can vouch for that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so like um the lion king wow that's a that is so much more difficult than it has any business being like a, a lot of them are like even darkwing duck for nes is pretty tough like to expect yeah. like an eight-year-old kid to be yeah. like no way <laughs> it would just made me so angry as you know a, a kid playing a game because a lot of the disney games i haven't played until the last year or two but still they just i can imagine what you know child me would think at darkwing duck or or god forbid the lion king that, that game is like you you think you you plug in the lion king you're like oh i'm gonna play as as simba i play through the movie it'll be fun no it's it's not it's brutal it's not, yeah it's, it's so awful. brutal like Ooh. people talk about uh battletoads being difficult which to be fair it, it is or like turbo tunnel which i don't know it's it can be difficult but that's more of like a memorization thing and not really a well, we've uh, said it a million times on a this twitch show ability thing you know with battletoads and and me and derek both agree we think the turbo tunnel should have been at later in the game instead <laughs> of like the third screen because yeah. it got it the the difficulty just ramped up way too fast in that game. The what's what I love about Ninja Gaiden is the difficulty ramps at a very steady pace up until the pacing, you get yeah, to the, the end. The pacing in Ninja Gaiden is good, but um uh, but I, I would still say to beat it uh, like casually, if you've never seen a run, you don't really know anything about it. You're just trying to beat it. It's like it's really difficult. <laughs> I mean, you have infinite continues, so you're in there as long as your yeah. patience lets you. Well, it's because but, of um, you and Arkish, both of your tutorials on how to play Ninja Gaiden is what allowed me to be able to beat the game and become <laughs> somewhat of a speedrunner. I mean, I, I did the Retro Game Brews Ninja Gaiden run a few years ago. And I think my final time was like 23 minutes, 47 seconds or something. I would have gotten sub 20, but I ended up dying on Jackio with one hit left uh, on him. That sends you all you the way back. All the way back to 6-1, which is yeah. you have to have some mental fortitude to not rage quit when that yeah, happens. That's a controller spike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was like my, that's how I got started. I, I had no intention of really. Uh, speed running ninja gaiden you know i uh it was a friend of mine uh and myself uh we would just kind of like have some beers on the weekend and pop in like some nes games and uh we got it into our head that like we wanted to be ninja gaiden uh together and uh, he had beaten ninja gaiden but he had he hadn't done it in a while like a really long time and um and this is a great thing that i, I recommend uh, anyone do particularly if like you weren't around in the time if you're a little younger 
uh, because you this, this generation totally misses out on this experience. Like it's yes, it's a one player game, but um, especially with these NES difficulty games, what happens is as a solitary player, you you get really frustrated, mental fatigue sets in, you don't care. If you have a friend next to you, you pass the controller along and you watch them play and you sort of like uh reaccumulate some like mental fortitude and resources and like you're watching like, oh, but what if you try this? You know, like I would do it like this. Like and they were like they would be like, oh like this, like no like this. And then uh you pass to the controller back and forth. That's an awesome experience. That's like a yeah. a really fun time. So that's what we did. And I th- it took us like, oh, I don't know, like three or four hours and like not just one day, like two separate <laughs> days uh, for us to finally beat it. And uh, when we finally did, I was like, oh, that that was luck, you know, <laughs> because it, it was, you know, we made it through there uh, th- to the end by luck. And that's what like encouraged me to like, I know about speed running. So like, I wonder what the Ninja Gaiden world record looks like. I still like, remember that time time warp hole. <laughs> I still remember the first time I ever saw the the and I don't know what drew me to it, but just I wanted to beat Ninja Gaiden and I think just got on YouTube and typed typed in Ninja Gaiden tutorial or something and it came across Arcus and it showed his one of his very first world record runs and just seeing him get to the very first boss the uh, in the bar for the, for level 1 and he does the spin slash and kills him in one hit. I'm like, you could do that? Like, I've been yeah, playing I mean, this game I didn't for 30 know years. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that either. People will ask me, like, if I knew that as a kid or tried it as a kid, and obviously I didn't. I didn't even think to do that, uh, nor did I conscientiously, like, have that thought in my brain to try it. But I think subconsciously, I thought that you, why would you be able to do that? Like, I think in the back of my mind, like, if you try that against a boss, like, you, you might get a hit in, but you just get, like, knocked back like yeah. why would why would they let you do that but yeah that's that's a lot of people's experience and- i still remember the the first time i ever watched a speed run was actually in person at a convention i went to i think it was oh yeah 20, 2013 i think and it was of Mega Man x and i had never played the game before and this it it blew my little mind watching <laughs> watching this happen but uh and what event I actually- was that uh, it was called Fanaticon. It's not a thing okay. anymore. It only lasted a couple of years. It, it was in like the Birmingham, Alabama area. Oh, okay. And, but yeah, that was, is that where you guys are, are around from? Uh, he, uh, Jason's from Biloxi, Mississippi, and I'm from Pensacola, Florida. Okay, I only ask because I have some friends in uh, in Birmingham. I gotcha. I um, yeah. yeah. So you mentioned. I'm sorry, Finn. Okay. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, and, and since then, you know, I've learned about this this culture and this fanaticism with speed running and it's really fun to watch just because i think to myself and then met, you know i played Mega Man x years later for the first time and i'm like there's no way that i could do this so i know there's no way i could do it but i enjoy watching other people do it so it's really fascinating to me yeah um so you mentioned Mega Man x a lot of people are like so you must really like ninja gaiden right that's like your first speed run ever no i mean i do my but my first speed run and my first exposure to the phenomena of speedrunning was Mega Man X, uh, Mega oh, Man wow. X 100%. And that's the category and game that I put a lot of time into. And it's the first speedrun that I learned. Um, that game is mo- is like, it's one of the most technical uh, speedruns in the 16-bit uh, generation. I-, I would say that 
pretty easily it's like definitely up there with like super metroid it's like really 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 technical if you want a first speed run to try that's like it's not really the game um <laughs> but that's really what sucked me in and um trying all those tricks and stuff and like these other like parallel experiences like i didn't know you could do that like i definitely know that you could do that as a kid uh but yeah that's that was my first speed run mega man x and uh i had a decent personal best in that one I got, at one point i think i had a, a top 20 time or something like that but um man that game is mean <laughs> that run is really mean <laughs> and like brutal on the hands ninja Gaiden is brutal on the hands but like Mega Man X is like like from the very first stage you're just like mashing for your life <laughs> like from game start ugh! and then like there's all these elements of RNG and hyper technical tricks and it's it's so much longer than Ninja Gaiden 2 it's like three times the length of a Ninja Gaiden run basically but yeah that's interesting that was because that was my uh that was my first uh speed run exposure also that was actually going to be my next question so there you go. <laughs> is there well, a- interview's over. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other games that you want to tackle and try to get a, a world record? Uh, yeah, I I don't know about world record because like it it takes a long time to even like see the light of, at the end of the tunnel. If you really want to do a world record grind, um, you know, on any semi-optimized game, I, it's gonna take you at least a year to get. Yeah anywhere near contention you know but i i have been mostly almost solely playing ninja gaiden for like four years <laughs> so i would like to play something else soon um i am in it uh for at least the duration of this month um because there is something called uh, the ninja gaiden racing league nrl which is a like a two-week ninja gaiden tournament um it starts in the middle of the month of july 16th but um after that i i don't know i might be done with ninja gaiden at least for a little bit i just need it and i need to i need to grow beyond the game you know my i have a lot of you know diehard followers and supporters and we need to go somewhere else now we need to take the journey somewhere else um i would probably my plan is and you know the phrase uh, about who laughs when you make plans but um, my plan is to do a sort of shorter grind, uh, like maybe a 90-day challenge. A lot of runners do that, a 90-day challenge of Ninja Gaiden 2, and then maybe another 90-day challenge for Ninja Gaiden 3. Uh, I don't think that I'd be interested in a world record grind for either of those games, um, but I would like to have experiences with them. And then, actually, I won't, I won't divulge all the details because I'm a little excited about it and still being ironed out. Um, but I'm looking at seriously getting into Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda No Up A, which is like the main category. Um, enormous community, awesome community, uh, legendary runners in that game. And it's like so different than Ninja Gaiden that I think it's a good thing for us to be able to showkase like, hey, we can do the flippy floppy mash 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 uh, twitchy things, but we, we can also do this. Um, and yeah, just... Uh, if you don't already follow me, follow me because it's going to involve, uh, an, I won't say any other details, but it's going to involve another streamer that if you follow me, you also know about. Um, and, and that's cool Like if you're going to uh, do sort of anything with The Legend of Zelda because that's such a slower paced 
game than Ninja Gaiden because Ninja Gaiden is just like a it's like a bullet. That game is so fast paced. Yeah, there's something happening like most of the time. Although, like with any game, or I don't know any game, the games that I run, like you get good enough at them to know where, like, or just like have the route memorized enough to be like, I'm just holding right for like five seconds here, so you know I can look at chat and uh, interact. And like almost all games have that to some degree. Some games don't, um, but the ones that I've run have that. Whereas, yeah, Legend of Zelda way longer. And uh, totally different uh, skill set, but I'm excited to get into it and uh, see what kind of damage we can do. We want to tell you all about our friends over at VideoGamesMonthly.com. If you're looking for a way to beef up your video game collection, then they have you covered. Just head over there, pick the box you want, and tell them what systems you want games for, and boom! It's like Christmas every single month. So if you're looking for that perfect gift for a loved one or just treating yourself every single month, and I mean, hey, you deserve it. Just head over to VideoGamesMonthly.com and enter NCR in the Where Did You Hear About Us line at checkout, and you will get a free game in your first month's box. That's right, an extra game, absolutely free. So head over to VideoGamesMonthly.com. Are you a coffee lover? Do you sometimes need that little extra boost for some all-night gaming sessions? Well, you should head over to BeResCoffeeCo.com. They have so many different flavors of coffee. doesn't matter what type of coffee you like. They got you covered. Try the Good for Gaming Roast or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate-flavored roast. Not to mention, they keep their seasonal flavors all year long, like the Fall Spice or the Sweet Tooth. They can even add flavors to your coffee. So whatever you need, head over to BeResCoffeeCo.com and use the code NCR for 10% off of your order. Yeah, I'm excited to see it myself. Zelda's my favorite game franchise, so I'll be looking forward to that. I see it. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like um, Mega Man 2, Ninja Gaiden, and Legend of Zelda as a kid were like... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It may be Super Mario Brothers too, although I kind of... It's kind of played out to me now, no. But uh, have you ever thought those, about the, the original, the original Ninja Turtles game for the NES? That's a good uh, one to, to speed run. That too. is a brutal run too. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who run that, and I'm very familiar with the run because I've watched them play it so many times. Uh, 
um, my friend Evil Alpha, Stormcrow, 56K, and the world record holder, Skunky. Um, I watched them run it a lot. Massive amounts of respect for that run because the not only is the skill cap like really high, um, there's sort of an element of like drawing an RNG uh, slot machine. RNG is random. This just means randomness, and that's what we call a random number generator. But like, there's even if you play really, really well, you have to have these things go right that are only like sort of barely in your control. And uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of respect for my TMNT friends. I don't know if I would ever get into it. One time, me and Skunky, this is a while ago already, talked about like doing like a Freaky Friday where he would run Ninja Gaiden for a bit and I would run Turts. Um, but yeah, that never that never really happened. I, I don't know. Again, th- these are only my vague plans. Who knows what could happen? You know, like, I don't know, Arcus could break my record. Maybe I'll come back and try well, to defend. Or, or maybe not. I, I don't know. I almost feel like... Well, I saw after you got the 1134, <laughs> you had tweeted. You were just like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this game. And then... You know, the next day on Twitch, there you are again, running it again. I'm like, he ain't stopping. <laughs> he ain't stopping. <laughs> well, even if I, if I were to stop, you know, I had to keep it sharp for uh, Summer Games Done Quick, which mm-hmm. was like the next hurdle. So I need to be really sharp for that. Um, but another thing that happened, and I guess this happens a lot with speedrunning, is like, you know, I thought I was done or that was mo- more than likely in in all probability going to be my last improvement but we had a pace that like completely shattered that um with the implications of like an 1131 so i was like i guess i guess i'm still in it you know i was looking uh, at that uh games done quick video right before we started because you it just you just dropped it on your youtube uh yesterday afternoon looks like and um yeah i I was watching i was like how I mean, you almost broke the record there. <laughs> oh, not really. But it was a really good run, but not really. But thank you. <laughs> so how, how do you keep a, a level of calm to be able to do that, playing in front of people like that? Uh, I, I wish I had, like, a do A and then do B and then do C and you'll be fine. I don't. Uh, truth be told, I, I was uh, dying inside those <laughs> moments away from mortal death uh the, during the throughout the whole thing let, all right let me just paint the picture for you because the circumstances were so crazy far away from ideal uh, my run was pretty early in the morning it was originally scheduled for six forty-one, so i got up at uh four four in the morning Six forty-one in like, the morning you were gonna be running ninja gaiden yeah, I got up at four in the morning, and so uh, I go down to the practice room. I meet up with my couch, which is, you know, a group of friends that help you uh, comment the run, do commentary for the run. And we had never even done that before, like a practice of that. So, like, I'm like a zombie, you know. I can barely keep my freaking eyes open. The runs aren't going that great. The commentary rhythm is, like, all off, and, you know, I look at the schedule and it's not even it, it's it moved up to like 6 30 i'm like oh no we gotta go that's it that's all i that's all you got time for so i'm f- 
hardcore freaking out right now, right? I'm in the green room, which is basically just a square that they taped off with green tape in an area for runners to wait. I'm just like pacing around. Um, and they, they, it's time for us to, to do our thing. So we get up on the stage. I take my Ninja Gaiden cart because you have to provide that, an original cart of the game that you're playing um, at a GDQ. I put it in. Doesn't work. I take it out. I'm like, all right, this is... This is very common for Nintendo. You know, you, you have to play around with it. I put it in. doesn't work. I'm like, all right. I take it out. I put it in. I wiggle it around. Like, that should do it. doesn't work. And, like, we're going through this process, like, a lot of times now. A lot of times. They switch out the NES. doesn't work. Um, and they had an interview that I pre-recorded that's playing that's, um, you know, at the end of it. It's time to go, you know? And, like, that interview is coming down to the wire. I'm like... It's not it's not working. It's not working. So like you're not supposed to do this. I don't recommend that you do this. It will especially if you do it a lot ruin your carts. So like this is the only way. This is my last Hail Mary. I lick my finger. I swipe the cart the the actual cart inside. I mm-hmm. I put it in. It works. Like hallelujah. <laughs> and uh so they got me running the NES through like an LCD flat screen which I'm not used to. Uh, I play on this enormous crt tube kind of style old television and they're telling me there's no like input delay which is something that can happen if you play on modern uh tvs uh but i'm it might have just been me freaking out but i'm noticing like about a thousand hours of input delay i'm like i um i don't want to do this can can you hook it up to the crt right here and they were like well we can i'm like pretty please you know with, with sugar on um and they they plug it into this crt and the image is it's the most cursed crt <laughs> it's like i can't even put it into words man it was like a color the color palette was insane oh just totally not what i'm used to totally wrong there's like color bleeding going on well, even all, on the video the... you can see everything's very okay, orange yeah. <laughs> yeah you see that how, how it was on the video it was yeah. even worse because uh for me um all the sprites were outlined in white for some reason uh th- but there was no time that was it it was like all right you're on and i was like okay well this is gonna be terrible <laughs> um and it, it is gonna be what it is gonna be but um you know thankfully uh I guess some things are just kind of meant to go well and some things are meant to go not that well because, you know, we all clicked in. I started playing and, um, you know, my uh, my couch, uh, Aquas, was an amazing, who's my main, like, commentary mouth. We had an awesome natural rapport rhythm going on. Everything just started clicking. Um, most I hit almost everything that I wanted to hit. And uh, the game was very nice to me, which it isn't always. Uh, it just <laughs> happened that day to have show like a lot of mercy on me that I'm day. I'm convinced that Ninja Gaiden actively <laughs> hates whoever's playing it. No, yeah, it's it's uh, it's self aware. It's it's sentient and it knows. <laughs> sometimes the Ninja Gaiden gods show mercy. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> that day I don't know for whatever reason they, it, it was it's a very merciful uh, showing by Ninja Gaiden. And I was really excited to showcase because there's a lot of new um, pieces of uh, technique, you know, speed tech that uh, they all save like, you know, very negligible, like 
two tenths of a second, three tenths of a second, but you keep on adding them up and it has made the game faster. So I was uh, very excited to showcase like pretty much all of those things that I wanted to, and particularly something um, that is called the plate kill on Jockio, which is uh, to, it's really difficult to kill him in one what we call cycles, one and a half cycles. Impossible. Can, it's <laughs> it it's is. almost it's pretty it's not impossible, but it's pretty freaking difficult. It's like <laughs> a few notches below impossible. We've gotten pretty consistent at it. It's kind of like something I've I've been known for, like all retro runners, like really good at the plate kill. And my friends who are all like, you know, just relax. You don't need to get a plate kill, man. Like if you don't get a plate kill, it's not the end of the world. And I'm like, we. We need the play kill, all right? You don't understand. Like, <laughs> shut up. We need the play kill. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and we got it. And uh, that felt just, that was great. So that it, was really good. In your in your personal opinion, and I've beaten a lot of NES games. I've beaten all the Super Mario Brothers games, you know, Castlevania, Contra. And I've beaten Ninja Gaiden. And in my personal opinion, I think Ninja Gaiden is probably the hardest final boss fight of any NES game. Do you think... What is your opinion on that? I'm trying to think of other final bosses that are difficult because they're the red, they're the out yellow there, devil you know? is pretty pretty bad. They're <laughs> out there, you know those like really gargantuan NES fights. Um, I guess without thinking about it too much, I, what I would say is that unlike a lot of other NES games, um, not that the beginning or middle of Ninja Gaiden is like really easy especially if you're first trying to beat it. But like all, all the NES difficulty in uh, Ninja Gaiden is super backloaded right at the end. Um, not just uh, in those final two bosses, just the, that entire Act 6 yeah. is designed <laughs> to punish you. The it's designed like if you don't know what to do. The Bridge of Death on is, <laughs> is the worst. I like that. I, I've never heard that. The Bridge of Death. I like that. We, we have other names for it. Like A lot of people call that one the ABGN Room. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or uh, I I, used, I call it hell hallway. I've called it for a long time, but uh, yeah. So like, if you don't know what to do, um, you're gonna have a really bad time, and the game's gonna, gonna punish <laughs> you. Not all NES games, even NES games that are like very difficult, have that characteristic in that way. Like even even Battletoads, as difficult as it is, um, the 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 Queen, the Black Queen, is that her, mm-hmm. is that her name? I think yeah. it is. Um, is not that difficult of a boss um especially compared to some of the other thing the bosses in in the game a lot of bosses um, you can just i don't know if cheese, i don't know if it's the di- most difficult pair of bosses but it's up there yeah a lot of bosses you can just cheese and just like yeah. spam you know the b button or whatever but I, I with ninja gaiden it's a it's if you've never if you listen to this you've never played it um and derek i don't know if you've ever played Ninja Gaiden, but once you get to the final boss, it's a three-phase final boss fight. Yeah, the first part, which you called the the clown nose, which is relatively easy if you have the spin slash. Then, of course, you, you come to the second phase, which is Jackio. You get, your, you get no sub-weapons. Your sub-weapon, your spin slash gets taken away from you. And Jackio floats from back and forth at the top of the screen, and I think... My personal opinion, I think they messed up his hitbox when they were programming the game because it's way too high. And not only that, he's going back and forth. You have to jump to hit him, but he's also sending fireballs after you that chase you. So how people defeated this game without slash canceling beforehand, like just back in the day, 
it seemed impossible. Yeah, we th- we th- some of us think that too that they messed up his hitbox. It's really high. Um, like his sprite is is really large. It's almost like half of the screen, but his hitbox is all that stuff on the bottom. Like <laughs> that is not a hitbox at all. It's it's like really in the the middle of him and and up. Um, and actually, his hitbox goes into the. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. His hitbox starts like in the middle of his chest, and it goes all the way to the very top of the screen. Even where it says like ninja and mm-hmm. enemy, like his hitbox is there. Although um, it's interesting because they did have the i guess um uh, they like uh programmed it so that your hitbox of your sword is not active in the heads up display but he has a hitbox that's up there so yeah i think they like messed it up a little bit and then but, if yeah, you it die makes, it makes the fight very difficult and then if you die you get sent all the way back to 6-1 which is like you said it's it's thrower it's it's controller throwing anger at that point. Yeah, that's a con- control spike. Walk away <laughs> from the TV. <laughs> but I honestly think the Jackio fight is harder than the Demon, which is the final third boss. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I mean, um, as, as long as you can just dodge the shrimp, you'll be fine on that yeah. final boss fight. Um, like we have no control over what the Demon is going to do exactly. At least Jackio does the same thing every time, but like even to do it like semi capably, you need you need to know a lot, you know, to take advantage of the fact that he does the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because, like you said, his his projectiles home in on you. Um, but yeah, I I would say that um, that that uh, Jackio is the more difficult fight. I would say that Jackio is the more difficult fight. Casually and in a speed run, I, I think both both of those apply for sure. And uh, before yeah. before we start to get out of here, um, I want to ask you about music. But Derek, do you have any more more questions for him? Nope, that was going to be my next thing. So you read my mind, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, you're a guitar player as well. And uh, what I'm a drummer. I've been playing you know drums for thirty years. What is it about speed running and musicians? It seems like musicians are are attracted to speed running. Yeah, um, I talk about this a lot too. I've been playing guitar for a very long time as well. I don't, I don't even remember how. I don't know, <laughs> twenty six years or something like and that. We play very similar keeps... styles of music too. So if we're ever oh, in the yeah? same area, we should jam. Yeah, I'm totally down to jam. Um, but yeah, that was always that's always been like my my first love. You know, music, um, guitar playing, uh, especially like technical guitar playing. Uh, high level like lead guitar stuff and like even that that's what i wanted to do that's what i chased in my 20s my mid-20s i I moved to california and um basically looking to join like any band and i got like some touring gigs and some international stuff and got some things going made no money but uh (laughs) we have very uh, similar stories me and you (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's interesting but that's what i first really tried to do with myself and then i um you know i i that didn't really work out and i couldn't sustain it so i got like a semi-career um running cables basically data cables and av stuff and i had a uh a work accident that um ended that career so i found myself with like a lot of time and in the throes of workers compensation and not really 
a ton to do. So like, that's what, that was the time I got into, I, I found out about speed running, started wanting to try it myself. And the more I got into it, I think what really sucked me in is that it tickle, it definitely tickles the same part of my brain that is activated when like you're, you're practicing music, right? Especially something that's really intricate, very difficult. You're, yep. you're practicing these same little parts, you know, over and over and over again. And there's certain, I guess, personality types or brain types that like, it's almost OCD. Like I need to get this perfect. I need to get, that wasn't perfect. I need to get it perfect. Well, speed running is the same way. And it's also a, a dexterous activity. You know, you're, you're using your hands. Mm-hmm. Like I need to get this part right. I, I'm not going to be satisfied until I, I can do this like a hundred times in a row. And then like with streaming, there's also like a live performance aspect of it because you are performing in front of people if only virtually but something like at sgdq it is in person you know there's it's all it's very very similar like it might not seem like it because music and playing video games on face value produce like such different uh content but like what you're doing actually isn't is really it's not that different it's extremely similar and not only myself i've run into many uh, runners who are also musicians and have like echoed this sentiment. And I, I actually touched on something I was going to bring up that, uh, you know, you talk about slash canceling and the way you and Arcus do it is you turn the, the controller kind of sideways. And yeah, if you're listening to this, just go watch the, the tutorial videos on how they do this. But I am a drummer. I have total independence of my limbs, but when I try to slash cancel like you guys and turn the controller, it's like my brain breaks and just won't <laughs> won't learn how to do it. Do you have any advice for anybody that wants to yeah, slash yeah, cancel I do. better? I do. Um, and you're right. At first, it's a bit like trying to rub your tummy and pat yes. your head at the, <laughs> the same time because basically uh, what you have to do is uh do you have a do i have a controller somewhere and you have a whole setup too like they're they're everywhere um i'll just show you real quick on a controller what you got to do is you have to have it has to go this way because Mm -hmm. what we're looking to do is you could you could slash cancel like this that's how i do it right now with the two you could you'll only be able to get so fast results with that what we really want is to put this controller this way and to use one hand to press to mash the yeah. down and B <laughs> inputs, um, but that all unfortunately that also means that uh, moving Ryu around gets really that's, tricky. That's where, the uh, part basically that gets me. Down is left now, and up is right. So something you can do, anybody can do this. If you want to get into that kind of slash canceling, if you're frustrated by it, before you don't even worry about that boss room. Just turn on the NES and um, like mess around. Mess around in Act One and Stage One, just like move, move around, you know, to see see how far you can get in Act One uh, this way. And it's you know it's gonna suck. <laughs> it's not gonna be good. You might even die. Um, but like you'll eventually your brain this sort of motion will be less uh, like alien to you. You'll sort of get the hang of your brain locking in what you have to do to go left and what you have to do to go right. 
And like that's that's where I would start if you're looking into getting into that kind of thing, which you don't need. You could get a super, super duper sick time without that. You get like an eleven four X if you really wanted to without that. But if that interests you, uh that's how I would start. I also have a a, uh, it's like over an hour long. No one asked for this, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's the way too detailed th- tutorial on something nobody asked for. But I have a tutorial on Jockio, the Jockio fights. I watched it. And That's it, how I learned how to to beat him. Is <laughs> your video? Uh, cool, man. Cool. I'm, I'm glad it helped. But uh, it goes over the whole gamut. The very very easiest thing you can do to the most difficult thing you could do, um, and everything in between. It's also like chaptered out. Because I realize it's kind of long. You may, not everybody wants to watch the whole thing. You can go to a chapter on a subject that interests you and, and check it out. Awesome. Uh, Derek, is there anything else you wanted to ask him before we get out of here today? I did want to say real quick, I did check out some of your music. And it, if, for those who are familiar with the show Cobra Kai, I got very Cobra Kai vibes from your music. So I dig it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, the Double Dragon uh, theme song, like... Um, I have this redemption on my channel uh, that you can make me, you can choose like a retro, it could be any video game song really, and I will do a sort of heavy metal shreddy rendition of it, although I am really, really uh, backlogged with that, I have to get on that. But anyway, I, one of the first ones, the first, I don't know if it was the first one, maybe the second one, was Double Dragon, someone asked me to do. And uh, I, I completed about like 85% of it, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this sucks, man. Like, <laughs> I hate it. And like, I did the, I totally did, I don't know if you watch Metalocalypse, I totally did the Metalocalypse oh, yeah. thing. I was like, uh, delete, I deleted the whole thing. Maybe we I should start from the beginning. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I did. I was like, I hate it. This sounds so generic and like dad Rocky, get out of here. And I, I was like, if we're going to make this work, we have to, this has to be like a very loose interpretation of these themes. And I happened to be watching Cobra Kai and um, (laughs) you know, the, the title, that title screen, uh, or is it mission one? I think it's kind of hokey melody. Um, but I rearranged it and I was watching uh, Cobra Kai. The end credits have those like, Whoo! you know, those things. I was like, <laughs> oh, that 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 totally fits. We're putting that in there. So like that's really awesome that you picked up the Cobra Kai vibes because they're like material there, like they're definitive. It's my favorite show on that's on right now across any of the streaming platforms. So that was awesome. Yeah, that I have to get back into it. I only saw I really liked season one. Um, and mm-hmm. then I don't know why I dropped off in the middle of season two. I don't even think it was like I didn't like it. I just kind of like I don't know. That show it's uh, gotten so better since attracted. then. That show is so yeah, that's what so much better than it deserves to be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but as far as the music stuff goes, have you ever met E Rock? Has he ever E Rock? Uh, yeah, his uh, his name's E Rock and uh, E Rock three three one I think on uh, YouTube, and he does a lot of. Yeah, he's a speed metal guitarist, and he does a lot of uh, video game stuff and like, uh, you know, theme songs and things like that. He's a pretty cool channel. You should go check him out. I'll, I'll go drop this up. Yeah, there's a lot of us. You know, yeah. there's uh, <laughs> game metal, uh, Toxic Eternity, mm-hmm. Power Glove. There's I'd love to do something do like that, <laughs> but finding someone around this area to play, you know, metal versions of video game music is impossible. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not that's, gonna happen. I just, 
I don't play drums or bass. I just I program all that stuff and yeah. I just play guitar because of the same reason that you just said. <laughs> well, if we lived closer together, I'd definitely uh, hook up with yeah. you. Right, let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this now. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It's been an Absolutely. absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you so you much. Here. Yeah, um, it was all. It's a, been a blast hanging out with you too. I used to do my own podcast, so I'm very familiar with the format, and I still I still like it a lot. So like when really anybody asks me to be on their podcast, I'm like, yeah, sure, when. But yeah, you know, anytime so you want to come it, back, um, we'd love to have you back. You know, even as a regular, every every couple of months or so, I'm I'm down for that. Let me let me know. I, I'm down. Awesome. Um, any, just tell everybody where they can find you at. Uh, sure. Yeah, I invite you to please follow me on my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash theretrorunner. Um, no spaces or anything. It's just the retro runner. But yeah, it's a very welcoming, silly, fun place to be. So like, even if you just seen like the world record and you think that's cool, uh, come hang out with us because like it's a very it's a very fun, inviting place to be. Um, I, I'm also really, really trying to push my YouTube channel. I'm really close to hitting what's called YouTube Partner, which is it's it's weird because Twitch Partner and YouTube Partner are totally different. Yeah. But I'm close to meeting the metrics of that. And uh, again, that's uh, YouTube.com/slash the Retro Runner. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> but yeah, go uh, drop a sub if you can. That helps a lot. And uh, we have weekly edited videos. These are different than like just a personal best or world record highlight or a speed run with uniquely curated content for youtube so uh, that's something you could check out uh there's also you mentioned music um uh, you can check out um my music at i think this is the way it works retrorunner.bandcamp.com is that how bandcamp oh i think man, so i think it is bandcamp.com i'm pretty yeah. sure yeah, yep, it's, it's dot bandcamp.com. Yeah, so it's the retroowner.bandcamp.com. All my stuff there is you can get it for free if you like. You can name your own price, even if it's zero dollars. I don't care. Um, actually, I don't even think that we live in an age where you can really charge people yeah. for music. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like to throw that out there for free. Also, um, you can follow me on Twitter because uh, that's for some reason Twitch chose that social media as its main. I don't know, platform for some reason. But yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, it also helps the channel grow. And that's retro underscore runner. Twitter awesome. at retro underscore runner. Uh, Derek, you got anything you want to throw out there before we leave for this week? Nope. Just uh, you can check out my other show, the Feature Presentation Podcast. Um, I've got a pre recorded show because if you're listening to this on July 4th, um, it'll be out tomorrow with Jeff Bolo, who was uh, one of the child actors in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Uh, he's also been a screenwriter for the last 25 years. So we talk about that. You can follow the show at social on social media at Feature Press Pod. And uh, go check out the Open Micers, my other show, Open Micers Podcast, um, at Open Micers on Twitter. Instagram, we've had some really good guests over the last few weeks. We talked to Raylan Nelson, who is Willie Nelson's granddaughter from the Raylan <laughs> Nelson band. Uh, her guitar player, Jonathan Bright, was on the show as well. We've had a couple of hostful episodes where uh, we talked about conspiracy theories, and that was a fun episode. So go check it out, at Open Micers on Twitter. 
Instagram, and we're going to go ahead and get out of here. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com, facebook.com slash nerdcaveretro, Instagram and Twitter at nerdcaveretro, and individually at jfunktastic and at Derek underscore diamond. We have merch for sale, ncrmerch.com. I still got to get the, uh, the, the Planet Juice shirt up on the show. Uh, we did a Final Fantasy review last week, and I, I termed Planet Juice. So that's, gonna, that's Mako or yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, Mako. Now! I, now I remember. A week somebody, later, we yeah, find out. A week out. later, somebody reminds us it's Mako. But I got to get those Planet Juice shirts up. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Retro as little as a dollar a month. Keeps the commentary tracks coming. And if you can't do that, I understand times are tough. Leave us a review wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. So Derek, please tell them what it's all about. May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Yes. Oh, a fellow checker, eh? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.